starts everybody's week off right, even though our show didn't start off the right way. But that's happened. It happens. Right? Things happen. You know, stuff happens. But we have troubleshooting. We have problems all the time in, in uh, radio and, and television. Trust me. I've been in a situation where we were like one hour from going live, and the president of the company asked us to rearrange the set. Oh, wow. Good morning, Big Bear, and another thing. King Looking Bear. forward to the show today, guys. Let's go. Let's go. That's it. That's I it. Can't wait. Happy Friday, what everybody. A... Happy Freaky Friday. I love this. I love that we just constantly continuing to spread positive vibes. And that's what it is, man. That's why we're having all these troubles. It's, it's that negative energy. It's like that negative stuff that wants to stop the positivity from happening. And we can't let it. True. It's true. Um, whether you think you can or you can't, you're correct. Boom. Right? I love that. That is, oh, man. That's going on the wall. I got to put that somewhere. Whether, right? you th- whether you think you can or cannot, that is correct. Yep. It's whatever you feed, whatever you that focus is, on. Well, see, and then have you heard of the, the Native American story of the two wolves? Oh, yeah. Yeah, totally. That's kind of where I got okay. that from. Yeah. I mean, it really but it does blend itself to that. So for those of you that haven't heard of that, because we have some, you know, um, people that may not have, uh, the story of the two wolves is, is inside of everybody, there are two wolves, a bad wolf and a good wolf, and they're in constant struggle and fighting with each other, and the only way that you're going to find out which wolf wins is the one that you feed the most, because that's the one that's going to get big and strong and beat the other one. Right. Powerful, so right? If you're constantly if you're constantly feeding that bad wolf, then yeah, you're gonna live a bad life. You're gonna have bad experiences. You're gonna you know, but if you constantly feed that good wolf, well that bad wolf's gonna fight back, but you need to keep feeding the good wolf to be stronger, to fight back that tiny ass bad wolf. Starve him out. Yep. Starve him out. <laughs> That's what it's about. <laughs> Oh, man, I love that. Oh, hey, we've got a friend of the, like, bunch of friends of the show keep calling in. The phone lines are lit up. Like you said, it's been a week, so um, we're going to end on a happy note. Yeah, we'll just leave, okay. it, we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. We're going to end on a happy note. Yeah, the beginning, eh, not so much, but, uh, you know, It'll news is news. Scary. Sometimes it's not news that wonderful. News. And you know what? That's okay. That's okay. Yep. You need to be informed, but not let it influence your day. That's it. And unless unless we are informed and uh, informed and aware, we you know unless we have the knowledge, we can't do anything about said situation. So that's where I come from, in doing research and trying to spread this knowledge and things. It's not to bum anybody out by any means. It's to give people you know knowledge is power. So I'm trying to give people a little bit of power. You know the 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 pen is mightier than the sword. So trying to right. uh, trying to hand people a pen and encourage them to contact their politicians and whatnot. Write write editorials to the paper, contact your local radio station, all those things make a difference. Dude, that's the other thing. It's just like, uh, because Dan Vibes was saying something, he was complimenting you like crazy, which, I I mean, I agree. Um, But saying just like he really enjoys our show, that like we just inform people, we don't try and, like we give our opinion. But we create a safe space. That's what we try and do is create a safe space for people to give their opinions and realize just that, that it is an opinion 
and absolutely um you know facts are facts we like to try and bring receipts if we have, we bring anything on to the show so if you've got some stuff you want to comment on some things please just like you know bring your receipts share your opinions but know that it's just that and sometimes we need to agree to disagree so let's take these last two callers yeah, and uh, we'll we'll dive into some stuff Another thing with Big Bear Radio, it is the morning drive on Twangy. Twangy. What's up, Twangy? Thank you for swinging through. Always a pleasure. Oh, I forgot to do, like, since I called you, I have to do the show topic. Can you hit the last line while I do that? I got this. So, first story of the day, um, and this is from NPR. This was uh, put out yesterday. April 15th, 2021, by Becky Sullivan. Officer who killed Dante Wright makes first court appearance in manslaughter case. Uh, The former Brooklyn Center, Minnesota police officer charged in the killing of Dante Wright made her first appearance in court Thursday as members of the Wright family continued to call for their consequences. Um, So police officials have said that Kim Potter, a 48-year-old white woman, mistook her handgun for her taser when she fatally shot Wright, a 20-year-old black man, on Sunday. In body camera footage, Potter can be heard yelling, taser, just before shooting him. Um, And what's important to put out is that the guy was pulled over for expired registration tags. So... We got George. Why would they need to taser him for that? That's what I'm saying. So we got George Floyd pulled over for a counterfeit $20 bill, or arrested for a counterfeit $20 bill. Really, like uh, something I just recently read was saying he could have been issued a ticket, and you know, to appear later, and didn't even have to be arrested. We're talking about 20 bucks. Really, not even worth the cop's time. Same thing here. No. Expired registration tags. So what? Wasn't a stolen car, right? Um, Yeah, exactly. It was. You know what? You should have taken that that uh, twenty dollars and, and bought new tags. Yeah, there you go. Right. Um, <laughs> then it'll be a federal offense, though. So that's not good. Right. So it's it's just it brings up a lot of convert a lot of uh, a lot of issues. You know. Um, it does. It does. And the other thing is, it's like how how similar is a grip from a taser to a grip from her handgun? Right. Like, watch, that's going to be something. Well, the grip's not, the grip's not very, the grip is fairly similar, but they, one weighs eight ounces, one weighs two pounds, one's bright yellow, one's black, and they're on the opposite sides yeah. of your body. Yeah. Now, the, the things that really get me in this case is that she's a 26-year-old veteran, so if we got a 26-year-old veteran making these mistakes, which should be like, oh my God, are you kidding me? That's crazy. Um, and not only was she a 26-year veteran, she's training new officers. She was training an officer at the moment she killed the guy. Oh, yeah, now you have somebody who is incompetent who is training other people. Right. So, little glitch. Bear will be back in a second. So so it's upsetting. It's upsetting. Um, You know, it just just seems like the, the, the response does not equal does not equal the crime um you know there was some kid posted on tiktok the other day he's like hey i just got pulled over and it totally went different than dante wright (laughs) you know um yeah so the next story we've got also from yesterday this is by rachel treesman from npr as well chicago releases video showing fatal police shooting of a 13 year old adam toledo 
So, and of course, Adam is a black gentleman as well. Chicago wow, released video footage 13. showing fatal police shooting of Adam Toledo more than two weeks after the 13-year-old was killed during a foot chase in the Little Village neighborhood. A graphic and disturbing video captures what police have described as an alleyway confrontation between Toledo and an officer identified as Eric Stillman in the early morning of March, uh, March 29th. Apparently it was around 3 a.m. In the footage recorded from the shooting, the officer's body-worn camera, the officer appears behind the wheel of a squad car responding to a call of shots fired. About one minute and 44 seconds in, the officer pulls out, jumps out of the vehicle, starts running after someone. Seconds later, he appears to slam into a person walking in the alley, but continues his pursuit. The man was later identified as Reuben Roman, who police say fired the gun that called officers to the scene in the first place, so he bumped into the guy that he was supposed See, to be chasing, hit the guy that he was supposed to be chasing, ran right wow. by him. One minute and 59 seconds in, the officer's audio comes in, and he can be heard yelling, police, stop right effing now. Why do they always have to swear? Stop right effing now. The boy who is standing yeah. near a wooden fence appears to stop at the two minute and three seconds the officer commands, hands, show me your fucking hands, effing hands, excuse me. Toledo starts to yeah. turn to face the officer with his hands up, both empty. A second later, the officer says, drop it, and quickly files a single shot into the guy's chest. Um, so the kid had dropped his gun and yeah, was, was raising say, his hands. Don't say, don't say guy, don't say guy, because this is a kid. The kid. This is, I mean, my, my son is 13 years old. This would be losing my son. Right. This would be an officer chasing down, stopping, and shooting my son in the chest. Right. Yeah. So, here we are. Wow. Crazy. Why, did, why does this always happen, too? Like, it, it always happens in, like, springtime, right? I don't know, man. I don't know, but it's just, uh, I don't know, it's just harrowing that it's just so prevalent, you know? I mean, here we are going through the, uh, and then, of course, the last part, you know, uh, story kind of brings us full circle. We're going through the Derek Chauvin trial, and these other things happen. Like, are you kidding yeah. me? Um, so the last, the last uh, story is testimony ends without Derek Chauvin taking the stand in his trial. Awesome. How does that happen? Uh, this is yeah. also from NPR yesterday by Lauren Wamsley. Um, so <clears throat> testimony ended Thursday in the murder trial of former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin. The defendant said he will not testify in his defense in the trial and will invoke his Fifth Amendment right. So that doesn't look good. <laughs> does not yeah. look good you got nothing to say you're just gonna sit back okay okay i mean it's his right that okay that's well he was it's also probably like guided oh, by totally his lawyer right because you know? nothing he's gonna say is gonna help it's just gonna paint him to be the person that he is um chauvin is exactly. facing charges of second degree murder third degree murder and second degree manslaughter and george floyd's death after he held his knee on floyd's neck for nine minutes and 29 seconds on memorial day last year and Memorial Day, wow. wow! So, yeah, right. But how I mean, freaking this poetic! Just happened last year. This <laughs> is literally—I mean, all of this stuff is just resurfacing a year later. But you know what? 
Let's take uh, let's take your calls, guys. I know that we usually try and keep positive on this mor- Monday, uh, Friday after morning. Oh my God, we're ending with positivity. We're just what getting the doing? news out of the way because news is news. Who are you? And uh, you know, we're gonna bring it back to the positive tip. But before we, before we go to callers, I just wanted to button that last part up. This one really yeah. dr- really hit home with me. So there was an expert that testified in the Chauvin trial. Barry Brode, B-R-O-D-D. He's an expert use of force witness. This guy testified that you, you know, excessive use of force was not used, that the cop was, Chauvin was totally justified in what he did. This guy is a former police officer in the town I live in, Santa Rosa, California. Why is he testifying in Minneapolis? Also, yeah. this guy also used to train cadets out of the academy at the junior college here. He also runs a, um, an advisory, BVB Associates, that trains police. So this guy is the problem. He trains cops, and he doesn't think excessive force was used. Barry Broad. Barry, B-A-R-R-Y, B-R-O-D-D. Tell him what you think of him. You the other thing is, is like they probably went to that guy because you know why you're right. Why is there a training um, officer or an analyst from California commenting on a Minnesotan case? Yeah, it's probably because that was the only one that they could find that would that would say, "Oh, he did nothing wrong." Right, and he looks like an angry white man. I'm just gonna say, you know, he looks like a 65 year old angry white man. I don't. Th- I mean. Yes, that of course a factors into it, but it just it really is like this is this is what we're talking about when when uh, the community, as I'm saying, like the community deva- demands like a little bit of police reform. It's like reviewing people like this who are mm-hmm. training our cadets, who are putting the thoughts into their heads that this this mentality is okay, that this this set of uh, instructions is what the, the the rules say to do. You're so absolutely because right. That, and in both cases. You know, so here's this guy testifying in the Chauvin trial, and then that other woman, you know, she's training cops, and here she shoots somebody thinking it was her taser. So clearly, the, either the people doing the training are not the ones that should be doing it, or the training isn't done to the level that it should be done, or both. Um, but so oh, th- let's let's be honest. This is America, and we're human. Yeah, it's probably both. It's probably both. And and the whole thing. It's I just want to clarify both. what defund the police means, real quick, because I have a I have a friend that's an ex law enforcement, and I posted defund on Instagram, and and he lit me up. But it doesn't mean to un it take away money from the police department. It means to shift where the budget goes. So instead of paying, instead of having as many armed thuggish law enforcement officers that we do now. We need those, but only for violent crime. We need a bunch of social yeah. workers, people trained in counseling, de-escalation. We need those people I mean, to show up for everything else. Week? Weren't we just talking last week, uh, I believe it was Thailand, that they don't treat, they don't arrest their drug addicts. They actually get them help with social workers. Yeah, it just so makes I believe sense. that's what we were talking about last week. It just makes sense, yeah. You know, but yeah, I, that's why I don't like defund the police. That's why I prefer police reform because at least exactly. it's 
just yeah. explaining exactly what we want. We want things to be reformed. We want mm-hmm. things, pieces to be moved around and funds to be allocated to something that's more beneficial for the community. Right. Because that is what it's about. Actually, I listened to, and I forget um, what episode this was. It was last year. But I listened to a show called The Journal. All right, it's just the journal, period. It's a perfect podcast. Like, if you want to listen to a really, really well-produced, it's very similar to NPR, so you, you might like it a lot, Dave, nice. if you don't listen to it. But um, they did a show about this around that same time, um, and they did a show, I forget what state it was, but there was a new chief. I think it was New Jersey. It was something East Coast. Mm-hmm. Um, but he became the new police chief and what he did was he made everybody reapply for their positions again. Oh, that's awesome. And made them go through and the people that would make it made it and the people that would have a little bit of trouble, I think they like worked with, but, um, but he made everybody apply for their positions again. He also said that no one is to make any arrests for two weeks, put them all on the street at walking their beat. He made them all walk a beat. And he said, I don't want you to make trouble. I want you to get to know your community and say hi. And I want them to trust you again. Bam. That's what I'm talking about. Pay the, actually, the police departments would get more money. It would just be diversified and allocated differently. But you would, you would get back to peace officers and neighborhood beat cops that actually know the names of the shop owners. You know, you don't drive by at 30 miles an hour in an armored vehicle thinking that you're going to help and protect and know the community. You know, you've got to be part of the community. Exactly. That's what he just, he said, we've got to get the police force back a part of the community Mm -hmm. and get the community to trust. Because that's the thing. You know, I see a cop, I immediately get Everybody gets that, right? Like, you just, especially when you're driving, you're like, oh, shit, let me check my speed. Let me check, is everything okay? Right. Am I fine? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Quick check. Speed limit, mirrors. Okay, we're good. Registration's paid. Okay. Yeah. Oh, speaking of that. Uh, No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) No, but that's that's what we're talking about when we want, you know, like so we can prevent these things from happening right Absolutely. let's say that 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 officer that um was responding to a call first off he said he was responding via vehicle right and mm-hmm. then getting out on foot right so he's responding to a situation that he knows nothing about right Absolutely. he knows nothing about it he has no description of the perp he has no description like all he knows is a basic like basic description. Let's go with basic description because all he is going by is what dispatch said or what somebody's recollecting. Yep. From a moment. Mm-hmm. And, and the irony that he bumped, bumped into, into the, the right <laughs> guy. The bumped irony. Bumped into the right guy. Talk right? about That's irony, so my terrible. God. Yeah. But to but to continue, you know, pursuit on something that he has no idea about. And no idea on how to handle that situation. I mean, you're you're talking about. Of course, they're supposed to be trained to not like deal with fear and anxiety and all you know and panic and stuff like that. They're trained. They're supposed to be trained to be calm and and de-escalate situations. Yeah. They're human. But they're human. You you never know how you're going to act 
until you get into that situation. Totally. Right. And at 3 a.m. chasing somebody through an alley, you're going to be all pumped up with adrenaline. I'm sorry. I don't care who you you're are. You're going to be pumped up with adrenaline, and you have no idea how you're going to... Now, what he did was wrong. I'm not justifying what he did at all. I just said that that's a 13-year-old. That's a kid. That's my son. My son is 13 years old. Right. And how about, like, you know, how about instead of, like, dealing with it right then? Like, so what, ha- what would have happened if... If he let the 13-year-old run away, the guy he bumped into, he questioned, like, hey, do you have any information? We got reports of shot fired. Like, no more high-speed pursuits. Conduct an investigation after the fact, but don't put people's lives in danger before the investigation, right? Right. Too many times it, it seems we're getting stories of shooting first and asking questions later. Right. And I mean, I'm sorry, but there's few cases, you know, I think we should go back to the don't shoot till you're shot at thing, you know, Mm -hmm. straight up. You signed up, so we're going to give you a bunch of bulletproof vests, an armored bulletproof vehicle. If you're not comfortable, don't get out of the vehicle. Call for backup. The most powerful tool Mm -hmm. you have is a radio, so use it. You know, you can lock down a whole block, search every house, house by house. You would have found that 13-year-old kid. It might have taken three days, but you would have found him. So we've got a lot of callers stacking up. Why don't we start listening to our listeners? Let's do it. And uh, hear what they have to add to the conversation. I'll let you pick a line. Yeah, I just got a little fired up. You know, it's a a very passionate topic, and everything is such a powder keg right now, so... Thank you, people, for being patient, but, you know, want to hear what you got to say, so let's get back to it. I'm going to go with lucky number seven, line number seven here. There we go. Hi, I'm Bryce, and I am a long-time caller, first-time listener. <laughs> I want to know um, what you guys think of the Boston Police Union president being a alleged child molester for years. Yeah, again, I think what that um, what that one police chief did when he took over and made everyone apply for their positions again um, was great. But yeah, if if <laughs> again, power corrupts, right? Like, so if they have power, if they're higher up on the total pole, then they're gonna, you know, it's possible that they'd be more corrupted. True. Um, I don't know much about that story in particular. You do I. Thanks for bringing it to my attention. But, yeah, uh, I don't either. Yeah, but again, um, like I said, yeah. <laughs> yeah, any kind of pedophilia, any kind of allegation like that, you know, uh, hashtag Me Too, pedophilia, any of that has to be investigated. You know. Um, yes, it does. Not into the cancel culture of canceling the guy before it gets investigated, but any allegation needs to be looked into because things are crazy. Well, I believe it was you or somebody else that was saying, like, stop with the internal investigations. Make this Thank a third you. part. Like, just like the government. Right. Right? The government, whenever they hire a panel to investigate, like, a third-party panel mm-hmm. to investigate what's going on. Um, Except so in the case of, like, you know, 9-11. But we won't get into that. See, I try just to like, keep going forward, and like, of course, you pick up, so you pick up the rock. You pick up. I want to keep walking. <laughs> you want to pick up the rock. I'll put it back down. I put it back down. Let's keep walking. Uh-huh. Let's keep walking. <laughs> so it's, it's, hey, that's hey. It's our show. We 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 talk about whatever we want to talk about. It's our show. But yeah, no, I get you. Let's uh, let's go with line number. Ooh, 
these kind of incidences are not really about the legalities of the situation. They're just excuses to engage with people to then bring about problems. Nailed it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, and I've been on the other side of that too. Me too. I have. I, I used to work uh, security. I was a security officer at a hospital. And uh, so we would work one-on-one with the police. So I've worked with really great police officers. I've also worked with some scumbags. Uh, and every one of the people that I wanted to, like, that I worked with personally as security officers, they all wanted to become police officers. So, you know, I've been around this. I've been around this. I've been in it. Um, I've been a part of it where, like, police officers will ask for things that they know they can't get all the time just to see if they can get it. Just to see, just to see if somebody's stupid enough to give it to them. So, yeah, I know the manipulation of the games. Definitely. Interesting. You're right. All right, so I'm in the medical field. And if there's, like, someone coding and it's an emergency and doctors and nurses are rushing into your room, if a doctor steps foot in your room and says, give this patient this medication, medication A, and that's administered and the patient dies, it's on the doctor because even though it was probably pure chaos in that room, they're trained. Just like a police officer is trained to know the difference between your taser and your gun. It's the doctor who's trying to save your life. But use the wrong instrument? To lose their medical license and their whole career over a simple mistake? Yeah. You should go to jail for something that you're trying to pull off as a simple mistake, in my opinion. Mama Bear nailed it. Oh, my God. I, I couldn't agree more. Um, because look at the intent, right? So look at the intent. A doctor was just going in trying to help. And, you know, my father was killed in a hospital. So I Sorry get to hear that. first-hand experience with this. Um, killed, by, yeah. killed by a traveling nurse. Um, and I wanted to kill her. But anyway, different story. Um, you know, but then you've got a, a law officer, you know, and, and there's no excuse. 26 years on the force, you've got to know the difference between a two-pound lethal weapon and and your go-to non-lethal weapon so yeah this well, brings said, up to me she's on force veteran too right <laughs> and yeah, training people training people yeah. so you would think the person doing the training has that motor memory down right that you want well, them to be the example the of that yeah yep Yep, exactly. You know, and, and then that brings up to me, like, what about having a net gun or something? A non-lethal option for restraining people and incapacitating people, right? Why do well, we... Well, rubber bullets. Yeah. Why do we need to have... Why do we need to have actual bullets? If we have rubber bullets, like, those... I mean, I've never been shot by one. I don't want to get shot by one. I kind of want to get shot by one just to see what it'd be like. But... Because no, I've don't. been shot by... B, I've, been, I've been shot by BB guns, uh, airsoft pellets. Uh, paintballs. Paintballs hurt. Uh, you know Ooh. what I mean? They hurt a lot. Yeah. They will so drop been, you. You know, I've been shot, but I've never been shot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like that's, that's something I never want to feel. Yeah. But why? Why do we Why do we need bullets? Are I rubber agree. bullets too much to make? 
Is that it? Is it? Is it too expensive? Is he, or is is the NRA involved in this? Is that the problem? Well, rubber like, bullets might not be the answer either, because during BLM, like seven seven reporters were blinded permanently by being shot in the face blinded. with rubber yeah. bullets. So they they call them non-lethal rounds, but they'll still kill you and they'll maim you. Yeah. So what about something that could just incapacitate people? Like when I grew up, there was this program, Mutual of Omaha's Wild Kingdom, and they would go, you know, it was like that uh, Steve Irwin way before. You know, the guy would go cap, you know, wrestle with a with a alligator, Rock and this and that. Yeah. But they would shoot like a lion with a net gun, and then tranquilize it, and then they would go, you know, study it, put a and, tag and on it, and it, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So why exactly. can't we do that same thing? A net gun, incapacitate, then you shoot them with a tranquilizer dart. Then you load them into the paddy wagon and bring them downtown. Too much. Too simple. Too much. Too simple. Well, because, like, then, again, I think it, my personal opinion is is that then you're dealing with these giant organizations and these big companies that make a lot of money selling weapons and selling, oh, yeah. right. you know, bullets. And what are you going to have them shift their entire product line or to ask them to make less money? Yeah. I mean, ask them to merge with Big Pharma. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we want you to produce well, a vaccine dart or a, you know, a yeah. tranquilizer dart. Oh, my God. I don't think we want that. Yeah, Just I'm scared. Just needles flying everywhere? That no. Could, yeah, I that, don't want. That could be worse, even. Uh, it could know. be. I don't know. There's but no easy answer. Like, we're, just, we're just spitballing, and there is no easy answer. There is none. That's a problem. There is no easy. Everybody's looking for a simple solution and an easy answer. But the problem is, is that it takes work, it takes thought, it takes training and time. Yeah. And the problem that we are finding right now, that is the similarities, is that we have two cases where they were actual, well, one was an actual trainer, and then another case who was analyzed by a trainer and said that nothing was done, nothing was wrong. Yeah. I mean, that's just... That everything was done. Oh. That's what it comes down to. It's like the time and dedication. And um, I want to use a big word here. How can I use a big word? Um, ooh. I can't use a big word. But the time and <laughs> dedication to, like, to actually go through the training and actually, like, do it properly and right. Because so I've been through training. I, you know how many jobs I've had and how many trainings I've had where someone just sat me down in a back room, put on a VCR tape, and said, here's your training? Right. Yeah, can now, you imagine? I hope, that that's not, I hope that's not the same for the cops, but, like, that was the same for the, the security office. Right. So There's four videos you need to watch. Let me know when you're done with the first one. Exactly. All right, let's take some callers. Let's go with uh, line number eight. You are live on the air. So I don't know, I, I may be jumping in too early, but... Uh, Never. There was a warrant for the guy's arrest when they went and uh, did the registration and such on the radio. They found that there was a warrant for his arrest. And so they were trying to take him in when he, when he fled. Uh, I don't know if you've seen the video, but uh, he, he was being cuffed and he tried to get away and get back into his car. Again... You're right on a lot of, of cases. There was no justification for shooting him, uh, especially when they're trained to know that their taser is on one side of their body and their gun is on the other side. So she should have known which she pulled. 
and she yelled, tase, 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 three times before even pulling the trigger. So there was time to, to know that she did have the wrong weapon. Yeah, and that's also just a clear right. indicator that she was all worked up and wasn't level-headed even after 26 years on the force. You know, she's saying what she wants to do, tase, 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 and then she doesn't do it right. It's like, um, yeah, whoops. <laughs> like last week I had a friend of mine who, uh, I think we were talking about it a little bit. We, he bounces for bars and rest, you know, bars, uh, in a downtown area. And he started wearing body cams because that he turns on whenever there's a situation, um, so we were, we were watching through this body cam footage and like even bouncers, you know, have to get into physical altercations because oh, yeah. people will get drunk and they will start swinging when they don't hear what they you know want to hear. And they need to detain these people and wait for police backup to arrive. But they're the one they, you know, they don't have weapons. But yet their job is to detain. They, you know, they literally try and put them into a CPI. I forget what CPI, uh, certified protection something. CPI is training that you go through as a security officer and sometimes as hospital uh, staff to know how to properly deal with physical situations that protect you, that protect the individual. How to immobilize um, somebody, and, yeah. Exactly. Uh, when you are in a, in a physical altercation, how do we mobilize? So, you know, they have to use that type of method. I've used that type of method. It's not always easy to get that person down, but there are proper ways of doing it, and there are improper ways of doing it. And, like, you know, that's why <laughs> that's, it's hit me so hard when I watched that George, George Floyd video because it's just like, damn, at any moment that could have been me. If I if I miss if I did something wrong with a patient where I was holding them in a wrong way and I didn't believe what they were saying. Now I'm not I'm again I'm not justifying that police officer's actions. I'm just saying that like I was afraid that at any moment that could have been me. You yeah. know, but the, but but George Floyd literally was saying, I can't breathe. Like he was notifying that person. Right. And in that situation I mean, obviously, I would try and adjust or so, I hope I would try and adjust or something. And that's like, again, it comes down to it. Unless you're put in that situation, you have no idea how you're going to react. Correct. None. It's Monday morning quarterbacking, you know. <laughs> totally is. Because unless you're there with all it the is. adrenaline going with the exact same situation, you have no idea. Even a different day of the week, you could respond differently just because of what's in your head, right? Sure. Yeah. Sure. Exactly. What you're dealing with at home. Yo, sure. Jobs can tell you for the longest time, you know, oh, leave, you know, leave your problems at the door. Leave home at the door. Well, you can't. You can try. You can try and focus on your work while you're there, but you, 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 can, you can't control what's in your brain. You can't yeah. control how that. <laughs> no. I, I mean, there's so many times. Where I want to turn my brain off just so I can go to sleep. And it's just like, oh, no, we're running at full capacity. Exactly. Yeah, why does that happen? The second you put your head to the pillow, it's like, hey, here's 42 thoughts you didn't think about all day, but you're going to think about them now. Great. Well, it's 42, it's 42 thoughts that have been just floating in there that are just like, oh, okay, you have time for us now. Yeah, exactly. Remember <laughs> like, me? No, I don't have time for you. I'm still over no, here. I don't have time for you. Exactly. <laughs> I don't have time for this. 
Leave me alone. <laughs> Trying to sleep. All right, let's keep going. Let's take line number 11. You live on the air. Yeah, this, my daughter is turning 13 on Sunday. This yeah. is wretched. Congratulations. This is awful. God damn it. Like, I'm so tired of, like, cops being able to murder whoever they want to and not having to pay any fucking price for it. Bullshit. Well, that's the biggest thing, is that our country is waking up to this, and we are calling them on their shit, and yeah. we are trying to make them pay. Yeah, and it's going to change. I mean, we're changing it right now, one little conversation at a time, right? But, I mean, it's just as simple as no more internal investigations. You, you know, you break the law, you're tried just like we are. Maybe even held to a higher degree because you swore this oath. I didn't, right? But um, Mama Bear brings up an amazing, I mean, she brings up an amazing argument. If a doctor arrives on a scene of anyone coding, that doctor is responsible for what happens to that patient. Yeah, straight up. Yep. Same thing. If Same an thing. officer arrives on the scene, that officer is responsible for what happens to that individual. That's right. For Shouldn't whatever be. happens in that situation. Yep, I could agree. I sign on to that. Hell yeah. So, no, that was a great point. Mm -hmm. I love that. All right, let's take uh, line nine. How far is he Well, I don't think that has anything to do with what we're talking about. Um, I think that didn't have anything to do with what we're talking about, but I think um, what they might have been referring to is a peeing contest. So, you know, there was a peeing contest at Burning Man, and uh, much to the amazement of everybody, a woman won. She was able to pee 15 feet. Wow. Isn't that amazing? Now, was this like, it was like everybody line up, mm -hmm. and then yep. you just... Toes behind, yeah. To toes behind the line. Squirt your best, and then they uh -huh. measure. Wow! And this all happened at once. Just people like hanging out with their wang out, peeing, or or, or with your whatever other. Right. Yeah, I don't know how to. I don't know how to abbreviate that. Yeah. <laughs> let's just leave that one right there. We'll just we'll leave it. You know, we'll leave it off. Yeah, yeah. that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's weird to me, though. That's like. Good for everybody, I guess, like for having that confidence and be like, you know what, I'm going to pee the farthest and then to lose to a woman. And I'm sure their their uh, egos were hurt a little bit. But uh, you know what? I would have bought her a drink. Yeah, absolutely. I bet shrinkage happened after that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, just <laughs> I'm emasculating. <laughs> it's like it's like the uh, the Pac-Man Sound yeah. When he dies. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, that's All right, line so good. Uh, six. Let's go with you. Fuck line three. Very broad. There you go. You got it. So, yep, exactly. This guy's got an association that trains cops, and I just don't think he should. I think he is clearly part of the problem. So, you know. He's got a LinkedIn profile, and I, I'm not saying don't throw any hate. Be nice, be polite, but, you know, BVB associates, they should be run out of business, you know. They clearly, this guy, at least this guy should be replaced, uh, uh, you know. It, they've, he's got no business training police officers in this day and age. Crazy. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. And you're right. Uh, share your opinion with him. Don't be attacking. Don't be attacking, don't and don't use hate language, you know. I'm not about that. But I am about change. But I am about yeah, change. Exactly. And there's a way to create change peacefully. Um, clap it up, people. If you're digging the conversation here, we've got 18 people in the room. If you guys hit those 
those uh, hands right there, clap it up a little bit, it'll trigger the algorithm, and a bunch more people will come in. So clap it, clap it, clap it. Clap it, clap it, clap it. Let's go with uh, line seven. You're, you are live on the air. Line seven. Is it just me, or has this white man, Derek, had the strangest, like, entitled sense of calm to him during this whole thing? Like, honestly, I think we've been conditioned to think that we need cops. Like, I think we've been conditioned to think that, like, they're here for our safety. But defund the police, like, although I don't believe it should be, like, a complete thing, like, I think we still need protection, but, like, I live in New York City, and the NYPD is wild here. Like, the fact that there's so many of them for no reason doing absolutely nothing is just, like, it's insane, y'all. Very valid point. You know, I, I almost look at it like we should restructure it so that the armed officers are more looked at like SWAT. Like, if you need a cop with a gun, you call a special mm -hmm. division. Sure. You know? But the first responder is going to show up. Hey, how's it going? Okay, I'm here to take okay, a report. It. What seems to be the problem, folks? Yeah. But see, that's kind of like the response time, you know? As Americans, we want everything to be... Uh, it's that instant gratification. It honestly is. Right. But one thing people don't realize is that police don't... 90% of the time, police do not stop crimes. They solve a crime through investigation after the fact. So we don't need these high-speed chases. We don't need these brutal acts of violence. What we need is somebody to fill out a report, to make a radio call, to do a search and surveillance. I mean, come on, you can tap everybody's phone right now. You can tap everybody's email. You know where people are. You can find anybody. You don't have to shoot yeah. them right on the scene. You could go arrest them at 4 in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Like Breonna Taylor. Oh, but, you, but knock first. <laughs> yeah, definitely not first. Yeah. My gosh. All right, let's go with uh, you pick a line. How about, I don't think we've done line five in a while, huh? Let's go line number five. Five? Barry Broad looks more than angry, white man. He looks like a fucking devil. He looks like a goddamn demon. He looks evil as shit, man. He looks like a vengeful motherfucker. Doesn't he? He looks like he can't get off unless someone is experiencing pain, whether it's himself or somebody else. That's what he looks like. Wow. Yeah, and you might think that's extreme, but check him out. He's uh, in, you just uh, type in NPR, expert testifies Chauvin's actions were justified. Um, and he does. He kind of looks like Chauvin's father. He, they, they could be related. Wow. But he looks like a really, <laughs> he looks like a really angry, bitter, you know, man. Yeah. Yeah, and I wonder what kind of butterfly effect. Uh, you know, what if he trained somebody that trained somebody that ended up training Chauvin? Oh, my God. Well, did you hear that there's a relationship between Dante and George Floyd? No. Sorry about What's that. What's the relationship? Just got a phone call. I, oh, my God, I forgot, and I couldn't find it. I was looking. I'll try, okay. I'll try to dig that up, but it was like... Um, well, if any of our callers know, let us know. It's like a, co a cousin, a cousin relationship. Freaky. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. Like a sister was cousins or something. Yeah. Unbelievable. Small world. Small, See? small world. Small world. Way don't we just small. want to kill everybody off? Come on. <laughs> no, we don't. We want to spread love. Exactly. We can all well, get along. I think, guys, it's really important to point out as well that the state has some of the strongest policies or strongest powers allowed for police and yet you guys still have some of the highest rates 
of criminality in the world. I mean, there's countries in Northern Europe, like the Scandinavian countries, Sweden, Denmark, where police don't even carry weapons, and their level of criminality is virtually zero. So there has to be conversations that governments are having about the system and if it even works, because there's clear evidence where countries don't permit police to have weapons and crime is not a factor. So clearly something is not quite in line in the States right now. Yeah, Lala DeChango, uh, thank you for that comment. That was very insightful. And one thing I would like to add to that is w the United States isn't nearly as violent as people think, as the media represents. Crime, violent yeah. crime, has steadily been on the decline since 1970. But what has happened is policing, the budget for policing, and the militarization of police has increased since the 70s. And, and at the same time, crime has actually decreased. But the two largest unions in the country are the uh, the police union and the um, basically prison guards union. So, you know, they want more money every year. And that's fine, but we need to dictate how that money's spent, you know, like, like everybody here is saying. Less guys with guns and more people that can talk. Yeah. Well, and the other thing is, it's like, uh, so two things. I have two things to say. One, one thing that reminded me is, like, Christopher Nolan's uh, Batman Begins. There's a scene between Commissioner Gordon and Batman, or Bruce Wayne, uh, where he says, what about escalation? And he goes, what are you talking about? And he goes, well, that we have semi-automatic, they get full automatic. We get full automatic, they get cop, you know, uh, we get bulletproof vests, they get cop killers, like... <laughs> And he's like, what's your point? And you're like, and you're running around in a mask. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and that's when he brings up the Joker. The fact that, like, the mere presence of Batman being there attracts all of these crazies. Mm-hmm. And that's true. And honestly, it's true. Whenever there's a big and bad, you're going to always have people step up to the plate to try and take down the big and bad, to try and be the next big and bad. Totally. Yep. It's escalation. Yep. yep. Exactly. Second so, thing. So at one point, you got to not play into that and, and just, you know, use the power of the radio or some other, you know, um, a way of de-escalation. Outlet. Exactly. Some other outlet. Here's the second thing. Um, take this with a grain of salt mm -hmm. because it's a TikTok. Uh, but I saw a TikTok, my wife sent me a TikTok, of a female in a car dressed as a police officer. I don't know if she is an actual police officer. I'm just telling you what I saw. Oh, I saw the same one. Talking about how, it, did you, where yep. she's talking about how um, the police actually steal more from people than people steal from people? Yeah, I posted that on Instagram. <laughs> did you? Okay. <laughs> You know, but like I said, take it with a grain of salt because, you know, all I know is that she could be a cop. But all I know is she's a female that's sitting in a car and dressed like a, a an officer. Mm -hmm. I post, I reposted it and then uh, I didn't post it. It wasn't my post, but I reposted it. And, um, and after looking at it, it's not a police uniform. So she's a security guard. So she's kind of misrepresenting herself. 
Exactly. Because she doesn't have a badge. There's no state of, city of, nothing. So she's a, she's a security guard. She's a rent-a-cop. And then at the end of the video, she goes, okay, Pop opens up her little dispensary container. Now I'm going to smoke a joint. <laughs> well, it was like, I'm going to smoke a joint based off of that. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just to simmer on that for a bit. Right. But it's just like, you know, again, that's that's the thing. Like, we need to take these videos, even though it's a piece of information that she's giving out, you need to take it with a grain of salt. Does that, does that, is that true? Is that true in every state or city? Is that true? You know what I mean? Like, it, the, it's, it's possibly true to her it's, it's possibly her true but she didn't cite any information any article any statistics she didn't cite anything she just kind of said that and left it there and um yeah i mean i've heard that there are confiscation policies like with the drug war like you know if you get raided and you have five cars in your driveway they might take all your cars all of your electronics and make you prove that you didn't get them through drug money so that happens, and the police departments directly benefit from those seizures. But to say that that mm-hmm. to say that that exceeds quote unquote all crime, to me that seems excessive, and I would need to see a report proving that. You know, right? The receipts. The receipts. Where Once the again, receipts? it's a nugget of information. But in this day and age, we have so many people that are just doing clickbait, right? I think that's the biggest problem is that I was telling somebody that earlier this week is just like that our biggest problem is that there's so much information out there. We can't trust anything. Right. Right. Critical thinking is so important. I can't trust, you know, like you and I have a great relationship, but I don't, I know you, but I don't really know you. Yeah, exactly. You know, you don't really know me, uh, but there still needs to be an established trust. Right. Yep. Just to, for us to have these shows and to have this communication is that like I have a, a, a trust in you that and you've shown you've shown the facts. You've continuously rebuilt that trust. And I think that's what we really need to get back into our local government, into our federal government. Yeah. It's just like we need to trust again. And I don't think we can <laughs> right yeah. now. Currently, currently, I don't think the climate yeah, is is perpetuating that and i couldn't agree with you more i think you nailed it that was really really well stated good morning it's my favorite morning show you guys are so much more entertaining than all these other crazy ass people out here stokes the fire all right let's keep going with these calls line Line number nine number nine number nine nine. yeah i wanted to speak on the fentanyl thing too because i hit the roof as soon as i heard anybody talking about like I mean, you just got to pull back the microscope, right? It doesn't freaking matter. He was killed because a guy had his knee on his neck. The opposite knee was completely off the ground. His whole body weight was on this guy's knee. Yeah, the whole weight. The chief of police has testified that that is against protocol, and that's not a position you're supposed to use. Another expert witness testified George Floyd was moving his hand, just trying to elevate his lung just a little bit, just to gain one more breath. I don't care what he had in his system. I don't care if he just shot a cop in the face. You're supposed to arrest him peacefully and bring him downtown and put him in front of a judge. So the fact that anybody, like, I just, I, I was biting my lip as as May the Poet was leaving those messages, because I've heard this so many times, and as soon as I heard fentanyl, it doesn't matter. 
it doesn't matter yeah. because and you I take we're, we're and in she, agreement on that. Though. Yeah, and she said it was all three things that that happened that that made for the end result. But you take away the third one, and the other ones don't matter. No, they don't. So it doesn't matter what he had in his system. It's totally I mean, like irrelevant. Let's, let's say, let's say, okay, now, let's say that George Floyd was successfully arrested and put into a squad car and then had a heart attack due to fentanyl. Now, that is different. a different situation. Totally different. Right? Because even though he's under their custody, he is peacefully under their custody. He was not put under pressure. But let's talk about this for a second, too. So you don't have a heart attack from a sedative. You have heart no, failure. You don't. You have heart failure, yes. So true. to have a heart exactly. attack means he was panicking. He was yeah. He was struggling to survive and panicking and had a heart attack. Oh, my God. That's the opposite. There are certain chemicals that are released. Like, I remember when, because um, I suffer from atrial fibrillation. Okay. So, which is, like, my heart... Um, beats at different rates sometimes because the signals from my brain like they get crossed so my heart doesn't know how to properly function mm -hmm. all the time so get your shit together heart um <laughs> but i remember one of the times i went into the hospital experiencing one of these like they did drew blood to make sure like because there's a specific chemical that's released in your body or that is exists in your body if it's a heart attack uh-huh, right, um, and they can test so, for that, I mean, they yeah. Can, they can test for that, you know? So if they're saying heart attack, then it's not related by fentanyl. Fentanyl, again, uses, that's heart failure, but that's not a heart attack. Right, it's, it slows your body down to the point where your heart just goes, yeah, I'm tired, I'm going to sleep. Now, a heart attack right. happens from stimulants, where your heart's, right? Cocaine and basketball players happens all the time. Right? Yeah. Yeah. True. Chill in the right, garden. Let's take our next caller. Uh, line number two. You know what? Let's go with one. We haven't done one. Line number line one. Line number one. CPR stands for crisis prevention. Prevention, intervention. intervention. That's all I needed. Thank you. Boom. There we go. Thank you. Listeners crisis got our back. Crisis prevention, Love intervention. That. All right? Think about that. Crisis prevention, intervention. Mm-hmm. That's what we You're want. You're trying to prevent... You're trying to intervene and prevent a crisis. Right. Not create one or escalate it and turn one crisis into a bigger crisis. There yeah. you go. I love it. Thank I you so much, it. Mama Bear. Bringing the knowledge. <laughs> Was that cranky? What is going on with you today? Oh, 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 oh. You want, you want to tell in another phase of something? Okay, all right, all right. What do you want to tell him? Oh, you want to tell him that there's a booger hanging out of his nose? Okay, well, you're not supposed to be reaching your fingers up in his nose. Okay, hold on. Let me tell him. He wants you to pull the booger out of your nose and another thing. Okay, no ticks in the hair, dude. How embarrassing. <laughs> Can you get that for me, Frankie? I could use a little help. Yeah, I'm sure he could. I don't believe that they were directly related. 
George Floyd's girlfriend at the time was a teacher to Dante Wright is the information that I was privy to through news reports. Okay, I don't know about that law, so I can't, I can't make any official judgment. But let's not, talk about but, this uh, for a second too. For can, can but let's talk about this for a second um, too. Sure so you don't have David a heart attack it up. from a sedative. <laughs> right, we're trained people to this mentality. Right now, what if, what if the mentality was, I've got a bulletproof car with bulletproof windows and a radio. I could just sit in here and be totally safe and call for backup. What if that's the mentality we go with? I mean, Batman doesn't carry a gun. He carries a grappling hook. That's right. And he's a badass. I mean, he also carries, like, he also carries, like, you know, he, he puts, like, bat, batarangs in people's hands and shit, but... Yeah, I'd and, rather. And once again, I'm not saying no cops with death. guns. I'm just saying treat them like the SWAT department, where the cop shows up. Yeah. Oh, we do need excessive force. Okay, call for the backup. Because I mean, right, there is a reason for it. Yeah. Yeah, like a lot yeah. of other governments do it that way. You know, that the, in England. Like, this is, let's treat let's treat this like GTA four. You know, Vice City or yeah. GTA five. There you go. Right, you get one star. All right, maybe somebody pur pursues you. You get two stars, cops are pursuing. You get yeah. three stars, well, now all of a sudden you got the SWAT team on you. There you, you go. You four stars, and now you get the FBI. And you get all the way up to five, now you got the Army. But I've never known anybody get the Army. Right, and you don't start with the armed. Right, you start where you start at the beginning. Thank you. That's beautiful. Love that bear. Keep going. What do you think? Line uh, number seven? I'm sorry, I, I was distracted. Yes, please, line seven. Let's do it. Hey y'all, just wanted to let you know that I'm on mission. Brittany Baker. Also, last night the vaccine was kicking my ass, but this morning the vaccine is only stomach kicking my ass. So, improvement. Oh, glad to hear it. I missed that part. What was kicking glad her ass? You're feeling better. The vaccine. Ooh, okay. Well, glad you feel better. Hang in there. Yeah. Get lots of rest, lots of liquids, lots of rest. Yeah. I mean, the first one from Oliver, it it was a little bit, you know, but the second one, man, she was, it was literally just bed, the bathroom, just feeding her drinks. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. She's good now, though? a couple days. She's great. Yeah. Okay, awesome. She's doing awesome. So there you go, Brittany Baker. A couple days, you're going to be good as new. We got one more message from her. Let's hear this one. Well, here's the thing. Would he have died if the officer would have not put his knee on his neck? The answer is no. Were people around him informing that they should remove his knee off of his neck? The answer is yes. Therefore, he played an implicit role in his death. Yeah, it, to me, it's that simple. <laughs> yeah, I believe my well, eyes. She's a, she's, she's a studying lawyer, too. Oh, wow. Okay, there you go. Boom. So from from just the basic basic like looking standpoint, right? right. A basic standpoint to look at. Mm -hmm. Yes, and it supports the same. Um, we'll call it we'll call it the mama bear theory, which supports the same theory, right? Like that person was directly responsible because right. they're the person in charge on the scene. Mm -hmm. They're the ones that are responsible. Right, and if we don't hold the person responsible that's in charge, what is the person of what is the point of having a person in charge? In charge, 
yards. Exactly. It needs to be a place where the buck stops in your lap because you're that guy or gal, whatever, you know, man or woman. But let's, yeah. let's circle back around to something positive, well, something, something to look forward to. I'm sorry, go ahead, Bear. It does, it does bring light to certain situations to the public. Yeah, but definitely. I'm I'm guaranteeing you that the the law teams already knew all these in, all this information, right? Like, oh yeah, the reporter's job is just to try and get the information that that they already know and make it public. That's it. So you could say that these things are gonna make a huge impact and yada yada, but like really all they're doing is they're just trying to sell more newspapers. They're trying to keep their business afloat and keep the public informed and keep their jobs going. But all of this is already probably discussed and known about with the law teams. Um, it's very, uh, I mean, everybody wants this Hollywood, like has this Hollywood mentality about these cases that like, oh, you know, someone's going to hold this and then they're going to release it right at the last moment. And, you know, they try and make this thing as entertaining. The whole point is, is that this man was murdered in front of a bunch of people whether it was by act, like actual homicide or negligence, right? However, you split the hairs. It was horrible, and and we all saw it. Nine minutes of yeah. it. Oh my god! And it's and it's up to a jury of that person's peers, and it's up to a court to decide what happens. It's not up to an article. Yep, it's not up to any one article or any one of us. Um. So yeah, fingers crossed. And oh my God, my my thoughts and prayers are with all the families, you know. Yeah. Um, even the families yeah. of the officers, Not just because George Floyd. but the officers, exactly. because they've got to be suffering. You don't. Nobody wants to kill somebody unless you're a you know monster. So you know those people got to be having nightmares too. I bet. You know. Well, and nobody wants to be related to the person who has to death. That's and right. You know. Their their families are going through shit too. Oh and man! So just positive vibes to everybody. Let's just let's move forward. Let's yeah. Let let's let these things play out, and let's continue talking about these and keeping like realize that this is an issue, and keep the dialogue open and keep working towards something better. Yes. That's the whole point of this. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. So on that note, <clears throat> we've got a story about the real Black Panthers. Um, April fifteenth. Once again. The Black Panther Party's battles for social justice and economic equality are the centerpiece of the Oscar-nominated film Judas and the Black Messiah. In 1968, FBI Director J. Edgar Hoover said the Black, Party pa uh, Black Panther Party, quote-unquote, without question, represents the greatest threat to internal security of the country. Wow. And with that declaration, he used United States federal law enforcement to wage war on the group. But why did Hoover's FBI target the Black Panther Party more severely than any other black power organization? Historian Donna Murch says the answer lies in the Panthers' political agenda and a strategy that changed the very foundations of American society. So powerful. Please, everybody, check out wow. that documentary. And then there's another one that that reminded me of. And um, this one is called Black Panther, The Black Panthers, Vanguard of the Revolution. Uh, this is a documentary on the 60s civil rights group. It's available on YouTube. Um, sometimes you can find it for free. Other times it might be like, uh, you know, $3 
you know, pay to pay to watch or whatever. But um, I've seen it, and it's a very powerful historical documentary, um, full of facts, uh, scenes from courts, legal documents that have been released through the Freedom of Information Act. Can't wow. can't suggest it enough, um, <clears throat> because you know I didn't know that much growing up, but my my parents were hugely active in the civil rights movement. My, my father was a minister. And as soon as he graduated from the seminary in San Anselmo, California here, he went with those four busloads of seminary students that were featured in the movie Mississippi Burning. They went mm -hmm. and, you know, four of them were killed. My dad was on those buses. He was in the Martin Luther wow. King March. Um, you know, my mom was huge in the women's rights movement. So I grew up. You know, fist in the air. I'm black. I'm proud. That's like, <laughs> you know, yeah. that that was common vernacular in my house in that era. Um, but wow. but what a lot of people don't know is that the Black Panthers came to be as a result of being t the black community being targeted by the Oakland Police Department. So black people were getting murdered at basic tra traffic stops. You know, so what the Black Panthers did is they bought a bunch of police scanners, and whenever there was a cop pulling somebody over, they would go and show up with cameras and with guns to protect the people that were being pulled over and to film the police to make sure they weren't doing anything illegal. It had a huge, yeah. it had a huge effect, lowered the murder rates. They also you know, started a school lunch program, school breakfasts and lunches, and were providing meals to, you know, under, underprivileged children, um, phenomenal uh, community organizational group. And then where it really hit, a f hit the fan, where they became enemy number one, is one day they decided to show up in protest at the Sacramento Capitol on the day when Ronald Reagan, the governor, was showing up. So Ronald Reagan shows up, the, up at the Capitol and the stairs of the Capitol are lined on both sides with black dudes with rifles. And that freaked out that white old man. It freaked him out hard. So yeah. the Black Panthers became enemy number one. Um, Mumia Abu-Jamal is still in prison with no charges against him. Uh, you know, Fred Hampton was murdered. But, um, <clears throat> but the, the new Black Panthers has risen up. And once again... Yeah. Um, amazing social awareness group. I mean, I'm definitely gonna, I'm definitely gonna have to check out, check out these documentaries because I don't know. I mean, I know that the leader of the Black Panthers was Malcolm X. Um, that they were a more progressive. Like, you know, this is what I'm learning. This is what I'm regurgitating from like school. But uh, that they were more aggressive. Uh, black power movement than Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, that Martin, they worked with them, but that they didn't really get along with each other. But I mean, they, again, this is just like this is what I'm regurgitating from school. So I, I definitely need to check out the documentary because I I'm you know I don't know a lot about the Black Panther that and uh, Forrest Gump, right? Both exactly. <laughs> He ends up in, in uh, a Black Panther uh, meeting room or whatever, where, like, there's just this black guy that's, that's constantly yelling at him. Right? 
So that's how they've been portrayed. Yeah, exactly. That's what that's what is being taught about them. So yeah, definitely check out this documentary. What's the documentary called again? They said you said there were two. Yeah, the second one is um, the the Black Panthers Vanguard of the Revolution. Vanguard of the Revolution. Yeah, and then the more recent okay. um, film is Judas and the Black Messiah. And is this on any streaming platform that people might have? Um, the the first one I mentioned I found on YouTube. Um, okay. The Black Panthers Vanguard of the Revolution. That's on YouTube. Um, I found it free, but now I'm seeing it's all... They're asking for paid. Um, of course. So whatever, three bucks or something. Of course. But, you know, if you if you dig, you can find it. There's all these clips from there for free on YouTube. Um, but I'm having yeah. trouble finding the whole movie for free. Um, okay. That's fine. Uh, sometimes what I'll do is, like, I think uh, Google started this thing where if you type it in and you go to the movie on the side, it'll show you any streaming platform that it might be on. Oh, here we go. Uh, if it is on any. Here's a free one. Black Panther's Vanguard of the Revolution screening and discussion. So they've got the whole movie Ooh. and a panel discussing it. Um, and that's the channel that it's on is Critical Race Studies, one hour and 27 minutes. Nice. All right, so in, you know, basically an hour and a half of your time. Yeah. To uh, to learn a little bit. And, and uh, dripping film, dripping film. All right, let's start taking some calls. Hopefully, uh, we can get your opinions on this. Let's go with uh, line number two. Police need to be retrained. They have no right to do the things they've been doing lately. They need to think about the person's life who they are apprehending good point much agreed good point much agreed uh line line three line and three. you want to throw this party on another rock <laughs> <laughs> and another thing what's this going guy's on all right big bear radio what's okay buddy? too you guys are both great it's like a plus and minus and minus and plus. Eh, just trying to be funny. Not so much so. What's Good up? Good vibes to you, Collective. The Collective. What's up, buddy? Man, been a while. We, we did a couple great shows. He's a, uh, that man is a deep thinker. We went places. And uh, he, was making, nice. he was making fun of something. I, we were in the middle of this conversation, and I just had this epiphany. I'm like, do we really want to take this party to another rock if we can't even get along on this planet? I think we got to figure our shit out here first. Slow your roll, Elon. Slow your roll. <laughs> well, I mean, Elon, let's, let's be honest. We're trying to jump ship. And yeah. if there are any aliens out there that are listening to this broadcast, uh, if it's peaceful out there so, and there's a place for me to go, I'm ready. Yeah. You could take me. Straight up. You got a radio station? Give us a job. Yeah, you have a radio station? <laughs> Pay us. We're really entertaining. <laughs> All right, line number four. We've got a long one here. Number four. I'm sorry. I'm definitely having an issue regarding this um, recording thing here, and I'm really, really sorry. Um, basically, surrounding the whole thing around surrounding Stevie, you got everybody basically saying, 
Well, there's asymptomatic carriers, so you still have to wear a mask just in case. It's like the equivalent of somebody saying, I'm going to put a cast on my arm for my asymptomatic broken arm because just in case it's broken. Unsafe or has a high population or could. I wonder if. The that was interesting Is at the air. related to us? Did you get that at the end there? That was like, that was May the yeah. Poet chime. That was a little weird system glitch. Oh, yeah, that was neat. That was weird. Another glitch. Well, you were glitching when you were recording and hearing the whole show last night. Right. Yeah, that was wild. So that is wild. So we've experienced. So there it is, po folks. Proof that we are living in a matrix. You just heard a glitch. <laughs> right. Here's number four. Uh, good, good afternoon, Mr. Big Bear. Good afternoon. And another thing, but I think in your case it would be good morning because I know you're on the West Coast. Nine fifty-five. But um, I one thing I've noticed, and I don't want to bring up the whole situation surrounding COVID because think about it. In okay. The same stuff. No. Whoa. Wow. That is weird. Did it again. Our last one. I don't know what is going on. There's a major glitch <clears throat> in this um, in this recording thing. But I'm going to really break it down really simple. Yes. Fauci-ouchie and the gang pretty much created Munchausen syndrome on a massive scale because they got you thinking that you're sick even though you're not sick. It's like when, say, it's almost like the equivalent of putting a cast on your arm for a, quote, asymptomatic broken arm because you don't know, you think it's broken, but you don't know it's broken, just in case. I don't know if I'm making sense with that, but I'm sorry, like I said, I don't know what's going on with the glitches, but I just wanted to get that point across. Thank you for that point. Yeah, appreciate it. What is that? Oh man, damn it! I'm trying to pull up another article here, and uh, oh okay, stupid com audio commercial on there. Apologize. Hey, I'd love a strawberry shortcake for Mother's Day. <laughs> <laughs> and another thing, Big Bear. Hey. Got my UK checking in. I'll be in the back listening, man. Hope you're okay. Stay blessed. No stress. Hey, hey. Nice you, King Metro. Appreciate the message, King Metro. Much love, bro. Much love. Hope you're having a great day wherever you are, whatever you're getting into today. Happy Friday, man. Happy Friday. Happy Friday to everybody. Made it through the week. We did it. You did it. We did it. You. You. I got it. Oh, yeah. I'm on it. You ready? Do yeah. it. Got him. Got him. Elitist, elitist. Gotta be leaning over to be on this app. That's right. Hey, mister, you want to say hello? Hello. Hello. All right, you want to tell him goodbye? Bye. Okay. Okay, say I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. Oh, my. That's allowed. Oh, my God, that was adorable. I'm sharing that. That was adorable. That's a laugh. That's totally a laugh, man. That was so um, cute. That's, I love when, when people like bring their little little kids on sometimes. Like right? uh, especially when Iris brings brings my ray of sunshine. Oh, she is so cute. Adorable. 
I right. love it. Uh, ooh, mine's four. My apologies, because I wasn't exactly sure, and I should have, and one of the other things I should have asked, I should have asked what the topic of discussion was, and that was... Basically pointing fingers away. away from the cop that's guilty. Whoa! Collection. That is so weird. That is so bizarre, Wait, and it's I, only at the end I'm of the message, too. I'm so sorry that you keep doing it, yeah. Sorry if I'm having 5,000 glitches, but I really do want to apologize for not asking about the topic of discussion. No, you're good. Um, probably, I think I'm going to have to probably reboot the app again, because it's like I said, I'm, there's way too many glitches going on right now. But, yeah, um, no, I get you. Thus far, from after what I've been hearing on this particular podcast, I do like what's going on here, and I do like the um, subject matter of what's being spoken about. I didn't realize that you guys were really deep into the whole Chauvin trial. So, so once again, my apologies, because I'm very big on making sure I wipe my feet, and that was where <laughs> I went wrong. So I really do apologize. You didn't go wrong anywhere. You are totally good. We appreciate you. Thank you for being here. We're here to talk about whatever you want to talk about. We just bring a couple few things to kind of, you know, start off, you know, to to, to lend a spark to the fire, so to speak. Get the yeah, conversation we didn't going. Chauvinistic. <laughs> yeah, we didn't have to keep the show all chauvinistic. <laughs> yeah, we didn't have to go chauvinistic with it. Oh, oh my god, good. I just realized my box is purple. Well, that's nice. The box is purple. My hair color has colored my box purple, and my hair still on my avatar is not, and that is my actual hair color. Son of a bitch. Sounds like a personal problem. Right? I hope that gets worked out. Goodbye. And oh my god, Denise just saw that when I sent my last couple of messages that my box is purple, and she's like, oh my god, your box is purple. And I'm like, yeah. Curtains match the drapes. That is because, that is because, uh, <laughs> I just got, that was a boomerang, man. Do you, know, you know that term? The boomerang, where you throw it, and it goes over somebody's head, and it comes back, and you just get that moment where, oh, damn it. Right. Oh, that's what he meant. Oh. But, um, yeah, I wanted to personally thank you, May. For, for being a subscriber. That's why you're a fan. So thank you so much. Yeah, and likewise. Bryce, thank you so much, May. Yeah. And oh my God, Brittany Baker, too? Can somebody fucking explain to me why a police officer having their fucking body camera off is not tampering with evidence? How is that not tampering with evidence? Obstruction of justice? How? Like, I just want to know, if robbery fucking happens in a convenience store, and uh, it turns out your homeboy that did the robbery, and you coincidentally delete the fucking footage, you are charged with tampering of evidence and obstruction of justice. So when your fucking homeboy co-worker kills a black man, and you guys yeah, decide you that, oh, the body camera's off, how? What is the difference? Make it make sense. Well, she brings up a great point there, Bear. I mean, I would like to see it where the body cameras are just always on. There is no off switch, right? With modern technology, it can always be recording to a remote server, right? Like in the cloud even. And that footage can be oh, done. I'm, I'm waiting for Elon Musk to invent his own internet and release global Wi-Fi, freeing us from... Uh, these companies. Do you know he's working on it? It went, 
I'm sure he is. No, no he, I, I don't know that he is. He literally is, so I, I love this man. And, um, you know, nobody's perfect, but he's a huge inspiration to me. And he's, they've already launched 750 satellites. They're going to have 5,000, and it's going to provide Internet to absolutely every square foot on the planet. Uh-oh. Oh, they heard us. Yeah, so there will be no place on Earth that you can't get the Internet. So you don't have to go to Starbucks Wi-Fi. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's great. I had to, I had to restart. Um, but yeah, see, like, see that's, that's what I'm waiting for. Like, uh, Internet is something that we need on a daily basis now. Like, there is, there is like, to, to function in our everyday lives, we've reached that point. Oh, absolutely. Uh, what are you going to do? Try to try to fill out, a, a, apply for a job, try anything. How do you communicate in this day and age without the, the web, right? Yep. So, I mean, I, and the, the other thing is, like, what, I understand that the telephones need to be, like, they need to service telephone lines and they need to get money from that. So that's why, like, you know, you pay for a tele telephone service. But it gets bundled into things now. I mean, oh, yeah. everything is just all on the same thing. Do you, um, do you see what you did right there? And another thing with what? these telephone bills. Oh. Oh, yeah. And another thing. <laughs> I see what you did right there. I love that show. <laughs> this is an amazing show. It's no longer the morning for me. Uh, but, yeah. It is straight up <laughs> noon over there in the middle of the country. It is. The very middle. We got another VIP Tonight, on line number nine. Line nine, you're on the air. Oh, and one final thought. <laughs> because we have a lot of work to do around here, we'll be listening. Um, have you heard that there has to be a third coronavirus shot? Yes, I'm not kidding. Pfizer and Moderna are saying after the first two you take, within 12 months, you will need a booster shot for the coronavirus. It's all over the internet. I'm not joking about this. I haven't even gone for the first set, and now they're saying booster shots yearly, at least starting this year. Wow. Hmm. This is just dragging out, isn't it? I mean, don't you find it ironic that they're now, well, not ironic actually at all, they're just dragging this thing out through the mud. It's a whole bunch of irony with reality, with some sort of fantasy idea uh, that people are going to be going yearly for coronavirus booster shot, and it starts this year, after you get the first two shots. So, I don't know. Take a look on the internet. Isn't it ironic? Don't you think? It's <laughs> my little Alanis quote there. I was going to say, yes, Alanis, it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. It, hey, I mean, there's flu shots seasonal flu shot that you have to take. So yeah. The weird thing about the flu shot, though, is that it's developed as an antibody for last year's flu, right? So you're just kind of hoping that the new flu is like a morph of last year's and not a new... So not a brand it, new one. Right, it's really trying to hit like a bullet with a bullet, you know? So I've never gotten the flu shot. I figure if I get the flu... I, you know, I, I keep myself healthy. I get sick like once a year. I never get the flu shot. <clears throat> My mom gets it religiously, and she gets the flu every time she gets it. But then she's her logic is that she's not going to get sick from then on. Um, 
but I yeah. don't I don't even want to get the flu once, so I just try to stay healthy, you know. <laughs> I hear you. But to each their own. Hey, whatever floats your boat. To each their own. To each their own. And you know, like some people, like myself, like I believe that I had COVID before. Uh, before like COVID actually became like popular in the news and stuff like that, I had a fever for five days straight. Could barely get out of bed. Same, Bear. You know, back in February of uh, 2020, um, yeah. I, was, I was doing apartment maintenance, condo maintenance, and this one woman was just hacking and wheezing and kept following me around as I'm working on her place. I had to ask her like four times, like, Ooh. hey, you know, we got a pandemic. Can you like the whole six feet thing? You know, I was sick for a month after that. Couldn't get out of bed for like four or five days. Um, but, you know, like I say, I'm healthy as an ox for the most part, so... But, I mean, there's only been yeah. tw twice in my <laughs> life have I been sick for that long, you know? So it was... Uh, I think this is a... Uh, hey, now. boom, boom. Here it is, uh, 12.53. Hey, yeah. In the afternoon, Eastern Standard Time, Boston, Massachusetts area, and, uh, it's fucking snowing. What? Are you no. out of your fucking mind right now? Seriously. Can you say climate change? <sighs> wow. Oh, there's snow after Easter. April's Leftover candy. Hey, there you go. And you know, you know. It, damn nor'easter. And if you're a beer drinker, Benny, you know the good thing about snow is you can just throw a six pack in the frickin' snow. Hey. But uh, yeah, what a pain in the butt shoveling. Oh my God, I'm feeling for you, bro. April sixteenth, and you getting snow? What is this? What is this? I it's mean, crazy. April sixteenth, Benny. It's not snowing, but it is. It's fifty four in Chi Town. Is it really? So, fifty four and sunny. Yep. Well, it's, Enjoying uh, it. It's sunny, always sunny in Philadelphia, I hear. I do hear that, yeah. They made a whole show about it. That's right, that's like, right. Why would, if, if it wasn't true, why would they make a whole show about it? It's so frequently sunny, like, like we got to let the people know. It's, it's, it's crazy. It's a, uh, it's a balmy 45 degrees here in Northern California. We've got a light coastal fog covering the, uh, the sky right now, but I imagine in about an hour, hour and a half, that's going to burn off. That'll clear up that there marine layer there, don't you know? And it'll be a beautiful, sunny Californian day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, line one. Come on, aliens. Come on. Ain't nothing but a short walk. That's I'm right. going to this Knife through the crack of your ass. You're gonna walk <laughs> over, Aliens. You're gonna limp back. <laughs> oh, Benny, got him. Love it. That was great. Crack your ass, Benny Boom. <laughs> Benny Boom Boom. Line number seven. Well, actually, COVID isn't the only illness in the world where you can be contagious before having symptoms. Um. Fun fact, chlamydia. You can have chlamydia for months and not even know it and then infect people. So um, I think it's important to kind of open our scope to what we know about human pathology as a whole um, and not just look at it through a narrow frame of COVID, right? Um, and the reason that 
you still want to wear a mask even though you are vaccinated because people are not getting vaccinated, which means the virus is still going to mutate, right? So we still want to keep from passing on any kind of mutation. This is good information. It's yeah. so bad that chlamydia is an STD name. It's such a pretty name. Isn't it? I think it? I'll name my daughter chlamydia. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it just rolls off the tongue so well. But it then, does. But then it, it doesn't really so roll pretty. off the tongue, does it? Ooh. 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 <laughs> did, you, did you know every... Yeah. <laughs> Did you know every year after Burning Man, there's a massive outbreak of chlamydia? Oh, is there? Yep, every year. Go figure. Ooh, I wonder how that happens. Yourself. Don't be a fool, wrap your tools. <laughs> I, I love it. Uh, the Brock Morris and his daughter Jojo. He'll he'll actually just you know chime me up and be like, "Hold on a second. Now I'm thinking like he's gonna." Take a piss or you know, take a dump, and all of a sudden, all of a sudden, you hear his daughter go, "Hi, Benny, boom, boom." <laughs> <laughs> it melts your heart. Oh yeah, oh, guaranteed every time, right? Guaranteed. Hi, Benny, boom, boom, and you're like, "Oh, slay me, I'm done." Oh, Stop working God. me. I love it. I love it when, because like Raylan, I've met her in person, and she was wearing a, a Pooh Bear. Like one, like um, not onesie, but like outfit, you know. And I was like, I'm like, that's me. And she's like, huh? And I'm like, I'm Bear. She calls me Bear. And when she comes on, she's like, you always hear Iris go, say hi, Bear. And she goes, hi, Bear. Just like, oh god. <laughs> Get you Got every me, time. Man. Every time. Yeah. Oh, she's gonna break hearts, man. She's gonna. I told him. I told Iris, you gotta watch out. Yep. Trouble. going to break heart. Trouble. Line number nine, you are live on the Okay, air. I'm sorry number about nine? the glitch. I'm not sure how that happened, and I don't know how I got there. I thought I heard my voice and thought my voice had changed for a reason. I was going through puberty again. Apparently not. <laughs> okay, so Denise has got a masking tape tape roll here. She's going to put it over my mouth so I can't glitch anymore. I'm sorry. That was hers. Okay, yep. Big Bear, I may be subscribing, I may be a fan, I may have a purple box, but I am not feeding the bears. You guys can eat, and I'm telling you right now, I don't think I have enough food in my house to basically feed you the way that you deserve, no, which means I would have don't. to go to the supermarket and get more food, yeah. and God only knows what the hell that would run me. So I will be a subscriber, I will be a fan, but I don't think I have enough food in my house to feed a bear. And Denise <laughs> just picked up her sign that said, do not feed the bears. So it's... Uh, a mutual consensus here. That's a thing. That's a thing. Denise, don't feed the bears. Don't feed the bears. That's awesome. Thank you, Denise. Because then we want the picnic basket. That's right. Hey, boo-boo. Hey, hey, boo-boo. Hey. Keep coming every Friday. Where's my picnic basket? I don't think that's such a good idea, Yogi. But that is completely <laughs> obstruction of justice. Okay. Yeah, Speaking to a former police officer, yes. It is obstruction of justice. Um, I was not there when those things came to fruition, but um, what I know now, um, a couple of bi uh, guys that I still talk to, you, as soon as you take those body cams out of their chargers, they go on. You know, you're supposed to put them on. That's a standard operating procedure. That's the SOP. 
Yeah. Makes Bunch sense. Of horse shit. That should have been done a long time ago. Yeah, that's a great point, Benny. Great point. Yeah, I agree. I mean, the camera should just always be on, right? Because technology, the way it is, like if nothing happened at the end of the shift, you just delete the footage of that shift and you record. Keep It's just always recording, right? But if there is anything you need to go back and oh, look yeah. at, it's always recorded. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, if, if you have... we, Dude, I mean, we've got data streams and, and, and right? everything is digital now. Everything yeah. is ones and zeros. Totally. So, yeah, you can you can Wi-Fi signal that to a data stream to, to back up on a hard drive that, that just keeps going and, and then writes over itself right. at, at a certain point in time. Like, there, all this technology exists. Totally. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I agree. All right, let's keep going. This was probably the best invention ever, because not only does it protect the police officers, it protects the uh, potential victims, um, the people who get pulled over. Because video doesn't lie. It's like DNA. It does not fucking lie. I don't know when you're going to get this message, probably next week, but (laughs) you guys will agree with me. Yeah, no, totally agree with We're you, Benny, because, um, and, and exactly, first and foremost, it protects the cop, because you don't know who you're pulling over. You get out of your cop, you got your dash cam, your body cam on, now you got that person's license plate. If they mess with you, you got footage of it, right? Yeah. So it's crucial for the oh, protection yeah, of the officer I mean, as well as the, as the, as the perp. It, it should almost be in every car. Oh, yeah. Just, uh, like, standard. I mean, standard safety you feature. Use your backup camera. It right. Be, like you could just use your backup camera as your rear-facing one, and then maybe get one for like an interior or something like that. But like, all these people do it in uh, Russia because they're all terrible drivers. Right. They yeah. have all this footage of just. Oh my God! Have you ever watched those videos? Just like, just YouTube. Russia has bad. There is literally one channel that dedicates every day and has like at least 10 crashes on it oh my god or fifth like it, it, they're just ridiculous they're so terrible at driving i never want to go there that's <laughs> I think amazing this is kind of a ploy <laughs> yeah it's crazy you see some footages like india or and it used to be china but i think they're getting much more awareness but like india now where the there's kind of lanes but people are just going for it like you know yeah they're just they're just doing what they do doing yeah. whatever how does that work? Sometimes it feels like Chicago's like that. But <laughs> yeah. Sometimes. Yeah, exactly. Uh, line number nine, you are live on And P.S., you're welcome also. Another thing in Big Bear, it's no big deal, honestly. What the hell? What's peanuts between friends anyway, right? Especially when I don't like peanuts, so. Oh, I'll eat them. Unless you're talking about Charlie Brown and gang, then in which case I probably do like peanuts. Okay. So where's this conversation going? I have no idea. What, what's your favorite peanut character? You know what's a drag? Is I just bought a huge, you know, container of mixed nuts, and then I got my tooth that I had oral surgery. So like I'm looking at these things like, oh, a Brazil nut that looks really good. A cashew? Oh, that sounds delicious. A chestnut? Oh, nope. (laughs) Nope. Nope. Not in my future. uh, Hey, and another thing. Uh, goodbye to you and your partner. Uh, I'll talk to you probably later on this week. So have a good week. Uh, I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.
Hey, much love, Benny Boom Boom. Thanks for swinging in, bro. Yeah, Ben. Thanks for stopping by. Really, like, uh, first time, man. And um, if you ever want to try and do a talk, we can try and do a talk. I would love to. Yeah, Benny's cool we'll people. each other up. And he's back. He was, uh, he, he was on hiatus for a little bit. So welcome back, Benny. Have a great day, welcome bro. Great back. weekend. We're wrapping up here. Let's take these last three as uh, the last three calls of the day. Does that sound good to you? Let's do it. And another thing? For All sure. Right, here we go. Breaking news, breaking news. It's Big oh Bear Radio God. and another thing. How are you boys doing? I just finished my show with Marlon Shrew, and I hope you're having a lovely life. I love you both. Also, close those mouths. Don't get that in there. Don't come for me. Don't come for me. Yes, I hope you are, too. Um, I'm sad Melvin didn't stop by, but I understand. I love Melvin. Him and I have to do a show together. He's awesome. I would love to do a show with him, too. He cracks me up. He does so many good, yeah. hilarious videos. <laughs> Funny right, guy. I hate needles. I hate shots. Me, too. I don't even take the mother flipping flu shot. Like, I'm a cancer survivor of 33 years, and Ooh. I... I am so weird about having things being injected into my body because ever since I've had my chemo treatment, like years and years ago, it's caused so much difficulty for me now in the long run. So I have to like ask the doctors specifically like what is in each shot and um, just to make sure that, you know, I'm going to cover my ass because I have a weak immune system. And... Technically, I'm, like, super high risk for this virus thing, but yeah. because I, my body would react very differently to, you know, shots than you guys because my immune system's compromised already. Well, I am glad you're still with us, and you are a survivor. Yep. That's wow. awesome. Amazing story, and that's why she... <laughs> It was just uh, awarded something, like best story on stereo, best oh, light story. Oh, like that's that. so cool. Awesome. Yeah. I was go with This podcast has been brought to you by Chicken Nuggets. <laughs> Ooh. The brandless Chicken Nuggets. Okay, this isn't funny. Denise kind of thought about it for like 30 seconds and said Lucy. She loves Lucy. Oh, boy. That explains a lot. <laughs> anyway, uh, and I'm a fan of her little brother, Linus. So um, That's this funny. really That's bothers funny. me. Lucy, really? Well, yeah, Denise can be a little crabby, I guess. I can see where it comes from now. It's got to be the Lucy... Um, good. Uh, a cashew? Yeah. Or addiction or whatever it is she's got going on with Lucy. She loves Lucy and not the one that's married to Ricardo. <laughs> she's scribbling notes down. Okay, yeah, it's Lucy. And she goes, I love being crabby. And the problem is... Hello, um, Lucy! I'm sure, she, I'm sure she could give you five good reasons that, why she loves Lucy. That guy from I Love Lucy kind of reminds me of Scarface a little bit. There's like a little big similarity there, right? Like, hello, Lucy, and right. say hello to my little friend. It's very similar. Oh, my God. Do you think Al Pacino just, like, watched Ricky Ricardo? He's just like, yes! <laughs> oh, my God, it totally could have been, huh? 
Because you know he's of that age. Same age group. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Could be. Right, let's keep going. How What's up, Rick? Today? The birds are chirping. The winds are blowing. The suns are shining. The clouds are rolling. How y'all doing today? Doing great, man. Fan freaking fantastic. Great afternoon and have some lunch. So uh, we have our last caller. Of the Big day. Bear. I left you a present in your DMs. Check your IG. <laughs> Wink. <laughs> Say bye, Bear. Bye, Bear. Aw. Aw. Oh, my God. That was adorable. Bye, Bear. I didn't bye. say bye to you. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, Dave. Uh, that's going to wrap up our show with uh, Friday Morning Drive. Catch us next time, next Friday, to start your weekend off right uh, at 10 10 a.m. Central Standard Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, and you guys do the rest of the math for your own times. If it, if That's it's not it. One of those you do the math. And just to leave one super positive nugget on the table as we send everybody off into the weekend, there were two fishermen on the East Coast who donated their entire day's catch to people who were, uh, you know, a little food unstable. So there's many, many wonderful people wow. doing wonderful things out there. So let's go forward and let's be those wonderful people. And let's talk about them. Like, if you guys know that something is, is positive, uh, talk about it. You That's know, right. Spread that positivity. We need it. Uh, and on that note, everybody have a wonderful day. It's been fantastic, Bear. Another great show. Thank you so much, my friend. Over and out, everybody. <laughs>